Welcome back to another episode of Create a New Tomorrow. I am your host, Ari Gronich, and today with me is Merrick Rosenberg. And Merrick is the co-founder of uh, Team Builders Plus, which was in 1991, and Take Flight Learning in 2012. He's the author of three books, Personality Wins, The Chameleon, and Taking Flight, these are all books about tapping into the power of your personality. So this is where it becomes interesting because we're going to talk to, to Merrick today about personalities and the ways in which these personalities define the reality that we live in. So he doesn't know that yet, <clears throat> but uh, he does now. So Merrick, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself, how you got to forming this uh, system regarding uh, personalities and how, how it may differ from some of the other well-known personality discovery tools out there. So, sure. Well, I, I, back in 91, as you mentioned, I started one of the first team building companies in the country and it didn't take long to realize that, wow, people just don't get along and, and teams are dysfunctional because of personality, that people just don't understand each other. They don't understand themselves. And, uh, you know, the reality is the most self-aware people are the happiest and they, they tend to achieve their goals in life. They tend to have happy relationships. And that led me to this exploration of understanding personality styles. And there just were so many tools out there. You know, there, there's all of these different kinds. So tell me how you came out, came about finding this style well, if you go back to the early 1900s and even thousands of years ago, in the early 1900s, William Marston had put together what he called the DISC model, which was D-I-S-C. Now, it was fascinating. It was just rang true. But what's, what's really cool about that is, is it paralleled what had been around for thousands of years, the Greek culture, the ancient Chinese civilization, all over the world, people had four style systems. They called them different things. Uh, in corporate America, people tend to know them as the DISC model, D-I-S-C. But I just wanted to make it easier. And I was teaching the letters and I found that people weren't remembering them. And, and I wanted to write a book about it. And I kept feeling like I'm going to constantly have to say the take charge D and the energetic, enthusiastic eye. And I'm like, no one's going to remember that. And, and then I, I said, I wish it was visual and symbolic and like in a, a flash of insight in a moment, like this download, the idea of, of linking it to four birds uh, came to me. And then I built a whole business around it because it's just a matter of teaching people about themselves and, and the birds made it easy. All right. So we're going to play, we're going to play a little game. You ready? I am ready. All right, so I haven't I haven't done this before. But I, I do have a little bit of noise. Right. So we're we're gonna play with some of my toys I haven't played with before, and uh, I'm gonna name somebody, and you're gonna name a personality to go with that person. Absolutely, I'm right. ready. You're ready. Okay. So we've got Albert Einstein. So Einstein, much more of an owl, very logical, very analytical. He's interesting because he had a little bit of a parrot side. He was actually kind of a funny, a funny guy, but, but owl primary style for sure. And everybody's not just one. You could be a combination of multiple styles. Absolutely. Elon Musk. Elon Musk is interesting. He, 
certainly has a lot of eagle take charge. I want to go where no one has gone before that, like James T. Kirk, but he's got a lot of parrot too. the, I'm going to send my, my car to Mars. I mean, who does that? That's a parrot thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, very much of that owl style, very logical, analytical. I mean, if you think Microsoft, the name micro, soft of its detail. Uh, when he first started the company, he was creating little mini programs. I mean, so owl. All right, uh, Gandhi. Gandhi, very much the dove, that caring, soft-spoken, compassionate style. But he also had some eagle, which is interesting because he, he was very much the, the, that what I call that activist style. The picture of the dove, we care about people. And that eagle, I'm going to fight for people's rights, but not with aggression, but more with that dove patience. But we will win, which is the eagle. So it's kind of a dove and eagle combination style. Very interesting pattern. Okay. Martin Luther King. Uh, Actually, very similar to to Gandhi. Uh, Has that dove style and the eagle. They're very eloquent style because they speak both with compassion and conviction. Uh, and so uh, Gandhi, um, Martin Luther King, Obama all shared that style. Okay. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. You know, you'd think Muhammad Ali, a boxer, you think eagle comes up, but no, he actually had a lot of parrot. Uh, he was fun. He was funny, but very compassionate. He had a parrot and a dove style, which is very atypical for what we would stereoty- stereotypically think of a fighter. People, have, everybody has stories of just what a nice, caring, compassionate guy he was. Interesting. All right. Uh, let's go with Trump. Trump. Dove, right? No, definitely not a dove. <laughs> he is He is the eagle, uh, kind of all eagle, all the time, direct, assertive, bottom line, take charge, confident. That is the, the if there were a picture of an eagle, it would be Donald Trump. All right. Biden. We're going to go with Biden. politics. Yeah. Much more of a parrot and a dove. He always has that big smile. Uh, very empathetic and caring. And, and look, he's made a lot of gaffes throughout his career. He's always done it. That's a parrot thing to do. There's a thin filter between thinking and speaking. And parrots sometimes say things out loud and they're like, oh no, did I say that out loud? And then he has to walk it back. <laughs> it's a parrot thing to do. It's, he's, but he has a lot of dove too. Very caring, very compassionate. All right, Bernie. Bernie. Bernie's got a lot of eagle. Uh, very just I'm take charge I'm doing my own thing I'm going to be the one independent guy in the whole senate I don't even care if you don't agree with me I'm doing what I want but he also has a little bit of dove in there Uh, sometimes he has those moments where he'll you'll see tears forming in his eyes as he's just so passionate about what he cares about (laughs) all right so now that now that we went through this little exercise right personality types for that are that are good for people who are leaders. So let's say you want to be a leader, you want to be a follower, you want to be the guy who gets on board. So let's let's kind of map the personality types that somebody would need if they're starting a um, a movement. Sure. Well, well, here here's the first thing to recognize that there is no this is the style of a leader. I, like if you want to, what I always think of is you're just activating that potential in you. You're getting yourself to that place where you're the highest version of yourself, accomplishing the absolute most you can accomplish in this life. It doesn't matter what your style is. Your style does not determine how successful you will be. 
but your style absolutely determines how you go about being successful. Gotcha. So let's go back to politics a little bit. And it's not going to necessarily apply the way I would think it would apply. But if I was to say red, right, what personality types might pop up or blue, what personality types might pop up? I believe that it's probably going to be pretty diverse um, based on what you just said. So I'm going to ask you that in a little bit different way. What personality types are playing an effect in the noise that's being made currently? Because we all hear about the silent majority and the loud minority. So where does that silent majority play in their personality types versus the loud minority? Well, look, when you, there's no doubt that when you have eagles and parrots, they're much more outgoing and boisterous, that they don't tend to be in any kind of silent majority. That's true in a staff meeting. You don't, if eagles, if you have someone who's an eagle parrot and they have a concern, do you think they just sit there quietly and don't say anything? No way. But what happens is I think we're seeing the doves and, and owls are much more introverted. They're much more reserved and they're, being more energized now to, to speak. And then and so we're, I think we're starting to hear a larger percentage of the population than we usually have heard before, which is often that kind of parrot, eagle, loud, boisterous style. Uh, we're, we're hearing more from the, the owls and the doves than we've ever heard before. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's a good note to, to leave the audience on. And as always, I ask, you know, for two to three, maybe four tips, tricks, things that somebody can act upon immediately. I think you just gave one, I'm going to have you repeat it. But um, yeah, just what are some things that people can do to create their new tomorrow today? Well, the first piece is going into, you got, as I said earlier, you got to have that level of self-awareness, recognize your bird style, so you aren't imposing it on others. Um, I would take a variety of things like amount of information. How much information do you provide the people around you? You provide an owl very different than the amount of information you'd provide an eagle or a parrot. So start tuning into how much information you're communicating. Start tuning into how you're communicating to the people around you. Is it very directly and bluntly like an eagle? Is it softer like a dove? Is it more logical like an owl? Is it energetic like a parrot? How are you coming across to the people around you? And are you imposing your style on them. So start taking a look at just communication is a great place. How much information you share? How do you share it? And are you treating them how you want to be treated? Or are you treating them how they want to be treated? And if we honor people who are who they are, you create strong relationships. If you honor yourself and put yourself in a role where in, in a place where your style strengths can shine, man, you're just going to be able to accomplish anything. But if you are in a, in a role or in a job that you have to constantly do things that are outside of your personality, it's going to be exhausting. You can never be the highest version of yourself when your job exhausts you every day. You know, find ways to do what, what is meaningful to you. Awesome. And that's a really good reminder for any HR rep, CEO, CFO, who's thinking of uh, treating their employees like they're a deficit on the, the balance sheet instead of an asset is, you know, 
if you want them to be an asset for you, treat them the way they need to be treated for their personality and you'll get more out of them. And so that is, uh, that's awesome. And I really appreciate you being here and all of this information that you've laid down on, uh, on the crowd. So how can somebody get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you? Uh, you can go to takeflightlearning.com uh, and you can discover just the range of training programs that we have there and you can reach out. And uh, on Twitter, it's at uh, Merrick R, so M-E-R-R-I-C-K-R. Uh, and also on LinkedIn, connect with me. And uh, I always try to put a little daily dose of bird wisdom so people could, could keep learning about the styles. Awesome, awesome. And so I, I'm imagining that um, this book, Take Flight, is not about being a pilot. It is not. If, if both Taking Flight and The Chameleon are, uh, Taking Flight is one long fable that allows you to see the birds in action and then the second half of the book is, okay, now how do you apply it in your life? It's kind of like writing a movie. The next book, The Chameleon, was like writing a series in a, a season of a sitcom, has 22 fables, like each one's a different episode, sometimes eagles and parrots, sometimes doves and owls, sometimes all four, with the all-knowing chameleon that teaches you about yourself. And each, each one of those fables has a different lesson of how to apply the styles in your life. And uh, so they're fun. They, you'll see yourself in the stories. Are these good kids? Uh, yeah, they're really for adults, but I've had many people say to me that they sat and they read them with their children. Uh, I've had many people say they get the audiobook and they just, they drive and listen to a fable and then turn it off and then have a whole conversation with the family about how that is playing out within that, that family itself. So awesome. uh, kids so, will get it. Yeah. Awesome. So we'll, we'll see about being able to get a, uh, a link or something for uh, an ebook or an audiobook or whatever we can do for the audience so that they can check you out, check out your book and, uh, and hopefully learn a little bit about personalities, help themselves move into a new tomorrow and activate their vision for a better world. I am your host, Ari Gronich. This has been a fantastic episode talking to Merrick about personalities and birds and, you know, the birds and the bees with regards to personalities, having this amazing amount of information for both corporations as well as relationships is great. So thank you so much. We would love it if you would like, review, rate, comment, subscribe, participate in a conversation about this information. We'll, uh, we'll look forward to, to hearing from you and talking to you. So thank you so much. We'll be with you again next time.